Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. And we have a very tired Luke Acre today, yes, ladies and do. gentlemen. This man has been up for what? 24 hours straight? At least 24 hours. At least 24 hours? Yeah. And pitching my little heart out. I was on Just, the red eye yep. from California last night at whatever the red eye is, 10 something. Well, I was trying to do the math last night. I was like, I think Luke's something. getting in Thursday morning, but that doesn't make any sense because if he took a 5 a.m. flight from California, that's a six hour flight plus yeah. three hours. That wouldn't get him here till two o'clock. Like, nope. Yeah. Now I, I ended the conference at like six o'clock and then I went to the airport. The NARSC annual conference. So and this it's is the national still going on today. So shout out to our team, Marcy yeah. and Reagan and Dana. Yeah. They're crushing it out there. I the, just had the to real question early. is how much you get? Well, when I left, we had 61. So we should easily walk out of there with thank 80. you to every single one of you. If you're listening to this, because yeah. you just learned about reminder media at the NAR conference, we really appreciate your business and putting your trust in us. Yeah. We want to make you look the absolute best for your clients to help yeah. you retain those clients. And, and it get was referral business. We met so many incredible cl clients. I mean, just, it, Oh, that's the coolest coming, part about yeah, coming up to us, telling us your stories of how it's changing your business. It's the best thing you've ever done. That really means a lot. Cause we're hustling and grinding every single day. Yeah. And so to hear the affirmation that is, it is, for and it's cool amazing. to see the reviews online and see the yeah. Facebook comments on like our ads and on our posts and everything, mm -hmm. but actually meeting a, a client, meeting real person. life. Clients. There's nothing like it. It's why you got to do a client event yep. because you got to get your clients in, in person after you've done the transaction with them. Right. So they can share with you their appreciation to you. So it not only builds your confidence, you can get it as testimonials and it's just a great thing to do. Yeah. I, have, I have some takeaways for us. Yeah, from that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. We talk about. Every time we go to a conference, we said you, you were texting us, you were sending all, us all this stuff. Like you yeah. guys, we got to get back on the road. Yep. Go to at least one conference a year. I was saying two, maybe yep. go to two conferences a year, yep. get that prey drive built back up. Yep. But talk about that's uh, a some coach of your Bert thing. Uh, yeah. Coach Burt says, activate your prairie drive. There's a bunch of ways to do it. One is see the competition. Yeah. And dude, in the four years. Is that takeaway been, number one? Well, that could be takeaway number one. Okay. In the four years that we have been doing conferences, like we started, there was no other magazine, customizable magazine companies at these conferences. Literally, there had to be five of them it's at, at NAR that yeah. have popped up and they're using literally our they're, wording. <laughs> they're using like our, our, and it's like, it's not ours to own, right? It's, it's what the sincerest form of flattery. So yeah. it's like, Hey man, there's, you know, I get it. It's a great model. It makes a lot of sense. If yeah. you're looking at somebody, why not? There's a before MySpace or no, before Facebook, there was MySpace. Now we won't be MySpace. Ladies we will and gentlemen. not be MySpace. We will be Facebook. We will buy our competition. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. We will dominate. But you know, the, the takeaway number one is this, is you got to look at your competition. You don't obsess over your competition because then you're looking around you and you're not looking forward, right? Well, you yeah, don't want to look in your past. You don't want to look side to side. You want to look straight forward for your vision, but your competition can inspire Inspire yeah. creativity can inspire your prey drive to get out there because Mark Cuban said it best. You got to wake up every day, work as hard as you can, knowing that someone's working 24 seven to take it away from you. Yeah. We just interviewed a guy uh, that talked about Michael. Uh, I'm sorry. Michael Charles Scott from the office. We no. Weinrob, um, who said he went to, he will go to the local area. Yeah. He will find the number one agent in that area on Zillow. He will print out a picture of their face. He will hang it up in his bathroom and he will look at them every single morning and say, I am coming for you and I'm yes. going to dominate this area. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the prey drive that's driving you to, to want to be the best. If someone else is coming in trying to yeah, eat your lunch. Correct. It, it can, it can inspire your prey drive. And also the, the second great thing about being at a conference, right? Is you get to get to hear your clients feedback mm -hmm. and that is some of the best 
advice you can ever get. You can hear their feedback. You can hear their praise, all their stuff that they're giving you. And you can take that back and you can make your product better. You can make your service better. So that's another thing. Another way, another good thing with getting direct client feedback, like in person is you can read between the lines, right? You can kind of look in between the lines of what they're saying or what they might type online and pick out the, the actual drive or the 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 value that you're providing to yeah. them or their gut feeling about your brand from just from talking to them. Fourth takeaway. Am I at four? I think we're at three. Already? Okay, three. Okay, <laughs> th- uh, I'm you know tired. Third third takeaway right is if you lead a team, get in the trench with your team. Yeah, was, get yeah. out there right with your team because you know I could see the inspiration that Reagan and Dana and Marcy, they're amazing. They were getting from me being with them, Mm -hmm. closing deals and showing them this is how I close deals. This is how it's done. And and then even other partners of ours came over and they were like, man, you're working that you're working the booth. This is awesome. I love your hustle. Right. And I signed up one guy. He has 800 agents in his downline. He's going to introduce me to his 800 agents. I, wow. I can't wait to talk to you more, Ray. But um, he was impressed with like the hustle and everything like that. And so you got to get, I'm, I don't want to sound braggadocious on myself. I'm just saying, Hey, there's a core principle there in leadership, servant leadership, get out there and actually get in the trench with your people. Whatever your people do, do it alongside them sometime. Not only will it connect you back to your roots yeah. and it will teach you some of the things that maybe things people are missing, but it will also inspire your team and you can lead by example, not just by speaking. Yeah. There's also a level of clarity or vision that you get whenever you are going down to, or going to that level. Uh, in the details. So like if the tendency for, as you grow a business, as you beginning to sell, as you start to build a team is to want to manage through processes, yeah. manage through procedures, manage through others. Then it um, becomes corporate and dead. Becomes corporate and dead, but also you lose sight of what's actually working. I mean, that's why they created an entire TV show called Undercover Boss, where the boss would get in there and actually see Bingo. what people were working on in the day-to-day to understand where opportunities or issues lie within their organization. Yeah, because one of the biggest things I was teaching them about the the sale is, Hey guys, we do have a script and it is an amazing script and process, but you must come from a positioning when you pitch of straight value and education. Mm -hmm. When you present that way that you have something valuable to them because it can provide a desire for them. For us, it's referrals. I can get your referrals, right? You know, you got to keep in touch. It's what do you send them? We can solve that pain point for you, but you've got to speak to a pain point in their life or a desire that they want And you need to educate them on how your value prop is going to solve that problem. You don't just give your script, even though your script is good. You come from a positioning essence-wise of conversational, hey, I know you want referrals, Mm -hmm. right? If I could get your referral today, you would love it, right? Oh, absolutely. I'd love it. Perfect. How do you get referrals? That's the million dollar question, right? People want to know, yeah, well, how do you get referrals? Well, you know, you need to send something to your clients. Mm -hmm. I don't have to sell you that. You got to send something to your clients. The question is, what do you send? And we walk through, right, obviously our pitch and all that stuff, but it's leading from that. And I'll tell you, like uh, Dana, rock star, she closed two the first day. We tweaked that part of her pitch. She closed nine the second day. And it's like just that small tweak of confidence in her intro and delivery of, hey, I'm not just reading the script to people. I'm actually delivering. It's like, forget the script. The script is just a guide for me so I can be as professional as possible and I can make sure I say the right things. But the script really throw it out the window after you've memorized the essence of your sale. What is the value you bring to the table and how can you educate people on that value of how you can fulfill for them either a pain point that they have, you can solve it, or you can get them to a desire that they want. And if you go into your listing presentation and you speak that way, if you go into your sales presentation and you speak that way, people don't feel like you're selling them. 
they feel like you're helping them. Yeah. And nobody wants to be sold. Everybody wants to buy, though. Yeah. It leads me to another. It kind of ties into the same point about getting into the details, working with the team, getting back to the sale. Like if you're at that point where you need to get back to the sale, because that line right there that you just used, hey, yeah. uh, everyone knows you need to send something to your press conference. The question is not what, it's just, or question not. Should you? It's, it's just, just what, what, right? That was not in like the original pitch. Like you, you were on the phone. You started yep. at Reminder Media selling, yep. uh, and then took over the sales team, and yep. then took a, and then now lead the company. But when you went back to conferences, we started doing conferences maybe four years ago, and you went back to it. Like that's when that line sort of developed in the. So it's Correct. it's a way to evolve your sales pitch and to kind of tweak it is. and kind of. Uh, uh, now, now that line is like, it's yeah, so the most obvious well, line. Because they would ask me like, how did you say that? And I would say it and I'd say, but watch this. And then I'd say it a different way. Yeah. And I said, but watch <laughs> this. And then I'd say it a different way. I go, but I'm saying the same thing, aren't I? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I said, so it doesn't really matter the word that I'm saying necessarily. It matters. What's the essence I'm trying to get across. Yeah. What's the value I'm trying to get across. You need to think of your sales pitches. Like, am I hooking them on the value in each phase of the process that you have? And we, we could do a whole podcast on scripting and stuff. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of it over the years, both face-to-face -face script for presentations and webinars and stuff like that. And also one-on-one -on -one over the phone type pitches. We've done a ton on that. The other takeaway I want to give you though is there was a lot of doom and gloom at NAR, yeah, right? Because NAR is the National Association of Realtors Conference, and there was the big lawsuit in real estate, right? And the ruling didn't go the way of what NAR would want. Um, so there was some doom and gloom, I think, because of that. There's also doom and gloom because it's low inventory. Doom and gloom because it's 8% interest rates. You know, all this stuff happening. Doom and gloom at the at the speakers, with the speakers? No, doom no, and gloom no, the, with the actual agents? No, with or the just, actual agents. Okay. The vibe of the agents, you know, people feeling reserved, people feeling nervous, unsure. unsure. Yeah. Should I actually step forward and, and, you know, spend money on marketing for my business? Stuff like that. And, you know, Warren Buffett... You know, said it when everybody's running away, you run towards. Yeah. Right. Because that's his rule. Right. Or when's the best time to make money when there's blood in the streets. Yeah. Right. Even if it's your blood, that's when you invest more. Right. Yeah. I forget who said that. But um, the point I would make to people is that winners win in every market. Mm hmm. But they win because they're winners, and winners have a winning mentality. And it's just like the goat Michael Jordan says, right? He he practices like he's never won a game but he performs with a confidence like he's never lost. And it's like, that's the championship mentality. He puts in the effort. He shows up like he's never won a game. He shows up like he maybe doesn't deserve to be there, but he performs with a confidence that, hey, I've never lost. Give me the ball. I'm going to make this shot. What does that mean? Hey, when I was closing people and they were unsure, I want to give them that sense of surety. Surety is surety a word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sureness. Yeah. Yeah. Sureness. Assuredness. I want to give them <laughs> that certainty. That's and I the got word. sleep last yeah, night. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. I want to give them that certainty. When they're unsure, I want to give them that certainty. Yeah. And that certainty comes from, hey, just give me 2% of your trust. Yeah. Give me 2% of your trust. Give me a chance one time and I'll earn the 98%. Just give me a chance. Just like you want a chance for someone, you know, you wanting to sell their home or you wanting to sell them in church, whatever you are looking for them to give you a chance. I'm looking for you to give me a chance and I won't let you down. You be so amazed mm -hmm. that when you speak with confidence, how much it moves the emotion in another human being to actually step forward because people make decisions by the emotional part of their brain, not the logical part of their brain. Yeah. And you need to give them that certainty. And I, feel I would, like you're giving me this speech now. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Come on, Josh. Yeah. You need more certainty. <laughs> and what you, but here's why. Because confidence reflects to people competence. Yeah. 
So the more confident you are, the more sure you are. So go back to why I started this point. People are doom and gloom. Interest rates are high. Guess what? People still move in this market. There's going to be four point something million homes sold, if not five million homes. Somebody's helping sell those homes. Mm -hmm. Why is it not you? Mm -hmm. Winners win in every market. You need to display a confidence that you help people even in markets like these. You have success even in markets like these because you have the strategies because that confidence will display competence and people want to buy from people they look up to. Yeah. And if you're in a similar situation, where you're feeling the unsuredness or the nervousness um, of, of what's happening right now. Uh, hopefully this encourages you. Most of the people that we interview on these as these top producers, the, the one theme that I feel like comes up over and over again is they got into the business in 2008. That's <laughs> true. And look at that. Those are the people that pushed through and ran toward when everyone else was running away. And now they're the people that we're interviewing now. Yeah. You know, uh, how many years later are we? Is that five years, five years later, six years later? From what? Oh, no. Well, we're yeah. We're, I years was later. like, wait, are you in Back to the Future right now? <laughs> how old am I again? You know, 15 years later that are the top producers and coming on this podcast yeah. and sharing their story. Because your goal right now should be to double down, to not just survive, but to thrive. And it might not feel like you're thriving. Like the numbers might not feel like you're thriving, but if you put in that 10x effort, if you double down on your marketing, if you double down on your sales effort, if you double down on all the relationship building that you're doing, when we get out of this, whether it's 2025, 2027, whatever the predictions are, you will have captured so much market share because that work you're putting in now, there's so many agents that aren't going to do that and they're going to die and be out of this business and you will thrive and do the next run. Absolutely. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you got a couple silver dollars there out of our uh, Luke's experience going to the NAR conference this year. Head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. If you like this episode and want to support the show, go to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review. We'll read your review here on the show. And the best way to help the show is to simply share this with someone that you know. Did you hear about the fisherman who is dating a mermaid? Oh, yeah. You, you heard about the fisherman that was dating a mermaid? Mm -mm. Yeah. He met her online. Fishing line? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a, can I get a rim shot? Uh, he met, let me try that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He met her online. <laughs> Thank you. If you uh, want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. My action item for you is get back in the trench, right? Maybe it's making the phone calls that you haven't made in a while. Maybe it's helping one of your team members make the phone calls that they haven't made that they should be making that you can show them how to make. Get back in the trench. It will revolutionize your business. Now is a market where you have to double down, right? You have to 10x your effort because winners win. There are listings happening. There are sales happening, but you have to show up to get that opportunity. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business. It's top producers take action. Take action on that today. 